0: for the word of our God. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men and women who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap songs of joy. The one who goes out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with him or her." This is God's word for God's people. For as long as the Spirit gives utterance, just share from the topic, reclaiming our joy. Reclaiming our joy. A few months ago, while watching C-SPAN, you might have been able to observe Congresswoman Maxine Waters as she was in a congressional hearing, and I believe she may have—it may have been with um, the present Attorney General Jeff Sessions—and while in this congressional meeting. The congresswoman was given five minutes to ask questions, and any as every congressperson is. And when you only have a limited amount of time, you don't have a lot of time for someone to be dancing around their answers. And so when Maxine Waters, Congresswoman Maxine, or as is as, as affectionately called in many communities Auntie Maxine. When Auntie Maxine was asking her questions, the the respondent seemed to be dancing on his answers and not directly answering the question. And whenever he would answer in a way that was inconsistent with the question, she would say, the congresswoman is reclaiming her time. And so she'd ask another question, he would go on, I'm reclaiming my time. And ask another question, I'm rec- anybody see that? She, she, it, it, she would say, and it, it, it was somewhat humorous because how insistent she was on reclaiming her time. Every time he answered and tried to dance all over the answers, I'm reclaiming my time. Well, today, as I stand before you during this Advent season, I declare to you that we need to reclaim our time. And and we need to reclaim any amount of time in our life that we have lived without joy. Any amount of time, any moment that you have lived without joy needs to be reclaimed. Now, I clearly acknowledge a couple of things that I don't want anyone to think that I'm being inconsistent. I do believe that time is an illusion. There is no such thing as time. It's always now. No matter what time you think it is, it is always right. It's now. So that time becomes an illusion that we use to attempt to chronicle all our life's events. That being said, whenever you waste this thing, which can never be found, time lost can never be found again. Whenever you waste it, you are throwing away a gift that God gave you. So think about how much time time, quote-unquote, you have lived your life without joy. In this Advent season, the hustle and bustle of daily grind often distracts us, and we go through the motions exhausted, exhausted during this time. And we become exhausted not because we've been running marathons, not because we're training, not because we're swimming a mile a day, not because we're lifting um, weights. We become exhausted because we've been faking it to make it. We become exhausted because it takes work to smile and put on a happy face when there's nothing in your life that you can find that makes you happy. But you don't want anybody to think there's something wrong with you. So instead of wearing your reality of who you are at that moment, oh, you smile. How's everything? I'm fantastic. I'm wonderful. I'm this. I'm that. Well, are you? Part of reclaiming our joy is actually being authentic in who we are and understanding that joy is not the same as happiness. Happiness is based on external circumstances and situations. If I walk up to you, and I may have said this before, if I walk up to you, hand you $50, you might be happy. Because money is an emotion and happiness is an emotion. But in that same way, if I walk up to you and pick your pocket and you go home and you can't find your wallet, but then you look online and you find out that you, you have made some charges in Bangladesh, you might not be as happy. Now it was the same thing, it was money. But because money was an emotion, it either made you happy or sad. Joy cannot be controlled by external circumstances or situations. Joy is not based on who is smiling with you or who is walking with you. Joy is based on who you know and knowing that you know that you know who you know. And and see, when the one that you know that you put your trust in, the one that you know that you're putting all of investing your heart in is the ultimate creator of the universe, the creator of the cosmos, the creator of every good and perfect gift. When you know that that is in whom you trust, you can have joy even if you're broke right now. You can have joy even if your sons or daughters haven't called with the regularity that you would like for your son or your daughter to call. You can still have joy even if you're on your job and you don't know how many times you're going to be able to still go to this job because the person at your job is getting on your last borrowed nerve, Uh, but you can still have joy. Joy, you cannot, we cannot, I cannot let anybody steal my joy. Now, understand, your joy will have to be taken because it has been granted to you by the divine creator. So you're going to have to give your joy away. I'm reclaiming my joy. I- I'm acknowledging that there are times in which I can become w- wrapped up and wound up in my situations. I can I can look at, 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 you start looking at your budget. And you start looking and saying, here's the money and here's the month. I seem to have more month than I have money. How in the world are we going to reconcile these two differences. I might not be happy about that situation, but I can still, you can still have joy because we know that we've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed ever begging for bread. We know that the Lord has a way of taking care of us And even if it doesn't work out the way we think we want it to work out, there's some lessons to be learned in our situation that will prepare us for our destination. Right. That the things that we are still learning, the things that we are still taking on, so we start reclaiming our joy. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming all that time I spent worried about what somebody else was thinking. Oh, I'm gonna reclaim that time. Uh, Well, if I do this, then he or she might not like it. Well, (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, have you ever thought about how much time you spent worried about how somebody else was looking at you? What they were thinking about you? I don't, I I don't ever want that. I don't want anybody to think I'm dumb. I don't want anybody to think I'm not as, as uh, alert as I think I am. I don't want anybody to think I'm less than. So then you start putting on airs or things like that. I, I can assure you, I mean, I can I tell you, I know me. And in my own personal life, whenever I am threatened or feel like I am in a potentially threatening situation, the thing that comes out of me is this Princeton-level vocabulary. And I will start using every monosyllabatic word that I know. And I will link them up, hooking up like, like, like conjunction, junction, what's your function? I will start hooking them up and put them all together. So just in case you might not catch every word that I'm saying, at least you know I know some monosyllabatic words. That, that, that's when, when, when I personally am, am, am threatened in, in certain situations and and, and and that happens. So I think about reclaiming my time because that takes a lot of energy to start thinking about all of that stuff. Might as well just say it plain. Keep it plain. I don't I don't, don't dress it up because people really at are right. They're not really going to care. They don't really care. They care about what they care about. And it ain't never personal. What anybody thinks about you, says about you, is never about you. It says so much more about them. So if i got to say things to make you feel bad, imagine how bad I must be feeling about myself. (laughs) Only broken people on the inside spend time and energy trying to break other people. Reclaim your time. Reclaim the amount of time that you have spent trying to figure stuff out that did not need to be figured out. Reclaim your time. Reclaim your joy. I'm reclaiming my time, and that's what we find in the text. in In the, we we find the text in Psalms. We saw a hint a hint of it in the text in Isaiah. We also saw it in the in the song that Mary sing, and that's that Psalm in in. Luke one, that's the song of Mary that she is singing. And we find those little, little hints right up in there. Um, It says, restore our fortunes. Oh God, those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. What does that mean? They are reclaiming their joy because God is giving joy for sorrow. He is transferring beauty for ashes. Ooh, imagine that. The thing about God that is so cool, that's so awesome, is that the stuff that looks like mess and brokenness, God has a way of putting it together and making quilts out of individual torn fabric. Ooh, I, I, that, that, that that was that, that was that was somebody's cue right there. I'm not saying that you ought to shout. I'm just saying that that was your cue. To understand because you look at your life and you see all these little these these fragments you remember this pain here and this pain there you remember this person who disappointed you you remember that other person that let you down you remember how sad you might have felt you know how you feel sometimes when the holiday season comes and you don't get invited to the to the corporate uh, Christmas party you know you feel a little down on the inside and and you know how All of those individual fragments are laying on the floor in your life. But then all of a sudden, God can come along, take those fragments, sew them all together, meld them all together, and you have a wonderful mosaic. You have a quilt that you're able to wrap around you, a sign of how strong you were when you did not even think you were strong. In your weakness, in my weakness, in our weakness, God is still strong. In your brokenness, in my brokenness, God is still able to heal. We have a God who is able to fix whatever's broken in your life. Reclaim your joy. You see, because even though you might be between your blessings, understand your blessing is on the way. Oh, yes. (laughs) Your blessing is on the way. Oh, the, the, old, the, the senior saints used to say it like this. Now, I used to like it. The preachers would say, he may not come when you want him, but uh, he's always on time. We have an on time God. If God wasn't on time, you would not be here today. I cannot tell you how many times the enemy has thrown traps in your life to try to break you, to try to discourage you, to try to say you don't need to go to church. Who needs church? Folk don't need church anymore. I mean, oh, you might be a millennial. And I'm looking at a lot of my young people. I just want y'all to know I'm looking at y'all, Justin and, 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 and McKinsey and John Mary. I love y'all. There is a space and a place here and I have to work hard to make sure that our young people know that there is a space and place for them now, not for when they get older. It is not just when you, oh, see, we're going to train you up so that you know how to do what I do. I don't want you to do what I do. I want you to do more than what I've done. I want you to use your creativity to do what God encourages and inspires and equips you to do. So, yes, like Paul says, if you want to do anything that I do, follow God, because that's the thing that I'm doing. If you want to do anything that I do, open yourself up to your creativity so you don't get locked in any patterns of behavior just because you saw it done. And you say, well, I guess that's what I'll do. I guess I'll do that and lose your own authenticity. So this is that sense that God is reaching out even to Zion, Zuriel, and Cooper and saying, sister, daughter, I love you. And there's so much creativity that you have to use for the building of the kingdom. And I'm glad that I did not have to fight you to come to church today. (laughs) I mean, it's, 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 it's a blessing to have young people in our midst, and we have to honor them in a way that we would honor God because until or unless we become as little children, we will not enter into the kingdom of God. So in watching our young people, there's something to learn. Oh, I, I, I hope y'all count that. You see, so many times we spend our energy trying to teach our young people, try to train up our young people, but we don't want to learn from our young people. But it's hard to train up somebody who you don't respect. Oh, I, I ain't talking about nobody. Just saying, you love your young people, but you don't respect, enough, respect them enough to know them to understand how they think, to understand some of the things that excite and delight them. But you create programs for them without them. It's a challenge, challenge for me, challenge for every adult who believes, baby, I've been through what you're going through. Just follow me, listen up. Oh, just keep living. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I heard that. Oh, young man, just just keep on living. You're going to get where I am one day, son. Well, maybe yes, maybe no, but I tell you what, let me get there. Love me enough to honor who I am as I am and to celebrate me. And yes, give me some instructions because those whom I love, I rebuke and and chasten. So yes, God will rebuke us and we rebuke our children. But it's in a way that says because there's so much more in you than you might be able to see right now. But it's saying that's because there's something in you. As many times as we get disappointed, as many times as we get broken, God has a way of weaving all this stuff together. God is working on a plan for your life. God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for my life. And this life is not over. Reclaim your joy. Reclaim your time. It's time to stop messing around with this thing called life. Reclaim it. What joy! What good is it for you to walk around all sad because you didn't get what you thought you wanted? Does that, it? Does that give it to you? <laughs> I'm sad. Why, why, why are you mad at everybody? Why won't you let other people into your life? Why won't you enter into other people's life? Well, you know, I've been hurt before and I don't want to be hurt again. Well, you've been healed before too. So why are you going? Fi- why why will you fixate on the hurt and not on the healing? Why will you fi- Why will you fixate on the pain and not the eternal gain? God has something. All things are working together for good to those of us who love the Lord, who are called according to God's purpose. Oh, when the Lord brought back the captives to Zion. The place in which they have been brought from, God's going to restore what you might have lost or thought you lost. While you thought you lost it, God was multiplying it. Oh my goodness, that, that, that's it. While, while you thought it was gone, it was only in the shop so God could reinforce it to make it better for you so that when you got it, it would be so much better than it was when you lost it. That's what he says. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, who we were like people who dream. Oh my goodness, it was like a dream. Sometimes you've been in your pain so long that you 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 become addicted to your pain. If you woke up one morning and you didn't have the pain, you'd think something was wrong. <laughs> you, you wouldn't take that moment to say, woo, thank you, Lord. You'd be saying, I don't know pain. I, I'm familiar with pain. I don't know this feeling. This feeling? <laughs> no, wait a minute, Snap! I didn't snap, I didn't crackle, I didn't pop, good Lord. <laughs> yeah." uh ah, Then instead of celebrating it, you're gonna be waiting for it to come again. I wonder when it's going. I know it's gonna hit me. Oh, it might be noon, it might be one o'clock, but I know it's coming. Hey, celebrate it because it's nine o'clock. Don't wait till noon. Celebrate nine o'clock. Because nine oh one it might be a gone again. But but why miss your celebration point? Woo! I thank you, Lord, that right now I'm not hurting. Whoa. Oh, yeah, there you go. But I thank you, Lord, that I had that one second. I had that minute and I'm so I'm reclaiming my joy, not my sorrow. I'm going to celebrate who God has made me and what God is pouring into my life because my situation is not my destination. My location is not where I'm going. And God's got so much more. Reclaim your joy. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations. See, when God stops, starts blessing you, or when you recognize that God has been blessing you, then it's a certain the way you walk. It's a certain way you talk. You start strengthening your, your back, get a little bit stronger, and you start walking a little bit more pronounced because you know that you're on the Lord's side. Now, you're walking that way, guess what happens? folk who watch you, who were watching you last week walk like, head all down, looking for a lawn, now you're walking like George Jefferson on on the Jeffersons, everywhere you go you got a little pep in your step, wondering like, wait a minute now, what happened? Did you win the lotto? No. Did did you get some more money? No funny. Uh, I, I, like, I like jokes every now and then. Somebody said, there are five seasons for, 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 for chocolate people. It's five seasons? Wait a minute. There's only four seasons. No, no. There's winter, spring, summer, fall. There's fall season, winter season, summer season, uh, fall season, and income tax season. Um, <laughs> Did you, did you just get your income tax? No, nah. what happened? I just realized that I was gonna reclaim my joy. And you start reclaiming your joy, you start sitting your back up, now folks see that there's been a change in you. And say, well my goodness, you have been blessed. And so then they say, that person has been blessed of the Lord. And the writer says in Psalm, yes, we have been blessed. By God, the Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. You start counting your blessings. That's what we are claiming in this Advent season. You can reclaim your joy. What are you doing? Are you really going to do it? Are you really going to do it? Well, see, if you really want to reclaim your joy, it's, it's pretty simple. Just start counting your blessings and not your stressings. Every now and then, just take a moment to do a a self-assessment, you know what? I might not be, uh, don't even talk about what you might not be. Start celebrating what you are. I am still alive. I am a child of God. I know my name. I am able to age and gray so gracefully. I am standing. I am. Uh, I got. I, I have uh, two eyes that I still see fairly well. And when my two eyes broke, they gave me two more to add to my two, and I started multiplying. And now I got four. And now I probably got six because the two extra two that I got called bifocal. So I got two. Six right there, I got six. Oh my goodness, I thank God that seeing is a part of my journey. I'm thanking God for what I have. That's how you reclaim your joy. You, you reclaim your joy. Oh my goodness. And here, um, here's something awesome. It says, "We were like someone or people who dreamed. Reclaim your joy. keep dreaming. Get yourself a dream board. I could teach it, I could do it. We could, may do it, we may, in, in January sometime, we may do a dream board Caesar session. We're gonna encourage you to buy some magazines, and buy some things, look up, take some clips out of the internet, ideas of things and places and spaces you'd like to be. And then we're gonna put them all on a board, because that's gonna become your dream board. Because if you're not dreaming, you're scheming. <laughs> and skimming from the surface when you could dig deeper. That's all I'm sharing. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my joy. Devil can't have it. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, so therefore I ain't going to let the world take it away. No worldly people, no worldly situations, no worldly scenarios. The joy that I have, God, the divine creator, gave it to me, and I'm going to stand Boldly, (laughs) because I know whose I am. Do you know who you are? This is God's word for God's people. If you've been here, you've been struggling trying to figure out how you fit in and trying to get in where you fit in, reclaim your time. Reclaim your joy. Look on the inside. Know that it's not based on your outside, but the joy that God is offering to you has been offered. He says, hey, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The things I have for you are exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask for or even imagine. You want to ride with me? I'm a ride or die with God. I'm going to reclaim my joy. Because when God gives it, woo!" Can't take it away. You have been listening to a broadcast of Live Big Ministries, a ministry of Hollywood Presbyterian Church located 2840 Hollywood Avenue in Streetport, Louisiana. If you're interested in supporting this ministry, we encourage you to go to livebigministries.com or follow us on Facebook. From now on, live in victory every day, believing in God.